This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business. Um, I'm doing this a little bit different today. I'm uh, I'm doing this live for the Facebook audience, but I'm recording it at the same time on audio here. So if you're watching at home, you're going to see me look down to my my notes and to my recorder over here because I'm going to also use the same podcast over on Six Figure Dog Business on PetLifeRadio.com. So. We do, you know, we do our we do our show here on Facebook, and it streams on Grow Your Dog Training Business with Ty Brown. We simulcast it over on eCaller Technologies, but we've also got our podcast version that a lot of you listen to. But if you haven't, make sure to head over to PetLifeRadio.com, click over on Six Figure Dog Business, and you're going to find I've got dozens and dozens of amazing podcasts that you can listen to on how to grow your dog training business. So I'm excited to do kind of a a two for one here. Like I say, this will show up on Facebook, but it also will show up on Pet Life Radio. And so that way we can get this message out to a bunch more people. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. For the Facebook audience watching this at home, um, one thing I do want to point out is that uh, because this is going to turn into a podcast later, there's a couple points where there's going to be some advertisements. So I'm going to pause and that's where the producer's later going to put in some advertisements, and then I'll come back. So for the Facebook audience, you'll you'll see this for the uh, for the people listening at home. You know, on on Pet Life Radio, you'll never notice it. So today, uh, I'm excited because we're going to be talking about the stack, and the stack is something I didn't invent. Somebody else did. I'll tell you who did. But I've really, I believe, kind of perfected it for the dog training industry. It's a way that you can sell a lot more and a lot higher ticket during your consultations when you are selling, you know, sitting face to face or over the phone with somebody. The stack is something that's gonna help you do that. So stay right with us. We're gonna talk about the stack. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com dogs now. That's myalphacbd.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Awesome. Okay, so let me first ask, and, and you know, if this ever happens to you, have you ever noticed that sometimes people don't remember you know what you told them like maybe you're sitting down in a consultation with them and you're talking about I don't know you know you're talking about your program you're talking about everything that comes with it it's this amount of sessions you get this training equipment blah 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 and they're like uh-huh 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 they're with you but then later they're like wait how many sessions was it and and what do I get in it you know they don't really remember um 
Does that ever frustrate you? I mean, the reality is they don't need to remember 100%, but what they do need to remember is they do need to remember, what's the word? They need to remember their feelings and how it relates to what you're offering. Otherwise, you know, it's simply going to be a matter of they totally forgot. They're like, is this even something we wanted? They're talking to their husband, their wife, like, what was that thing again? What comes in that program? I'm not, I don't even remember. Um, so do you ever run into that, that sometimes people have a hard time remembering? Or do you ever have a, you ever run into, and I shouldn't say do you ever, because I know that you guys have, everybody has, but how often do you run into somebody saying, no, the price is too high? You know, you sit down with them, you're talking about your program, and they're like, eh, it sounds great, but the price is too high. And so you know that you need to build more value into your presentations. You know you need to build more value into your, into your sales process. But you're just not quite sure how to do that. You know, what else do you say? What else do you do to build value? So we're going to solve that today with the stack, essentially. And so um, the stack, what it is, is it something that, well, I don't even know if he invented. In fact, I don't think he invented I remember him talking about when he started to use it. But there's a guy named Russell Brunson, and I think he said that Armand Morin taught him. Anyways, Russell Brunson, he's the owner of ClickFunnels. I don't know if you guys have ever looked at ClickFunnels. It's a really cool software. We've used it for a long time. But even before he had ClickFunnels, he was, uh, he was a big name in internet marketing. Um, I remember buying one of his products 10, 11 years ago. And so he's been doing internet marketing for a long time and kind of one of these in the guru space, right? So Russell Brunson, he uses the stack when he does webinars or when he does selling from the stage. And so uh, essentially, you know, in a webinar, like maybe, uh, you know, previously before he had ClickFunnels and maybe he was selling a product on on how to get tons of traffic to come to your website or whatever. I don't know. You know, he would do a webinar showing this, this, and this, and then he would do a stack at the end. Or maybe he was on stage, you know, at an event and talking about, you know, giving a whole bunch of content and then trying to pitch a product. He would use a stack at the end. And so when I heard him teach about the stack many years ago, I don't remember, it's five, six years ago, it was in a, that context, right, of a webinar, of a, of a seminar, of a speech on a stage, things like that. It was in that context. But I realized as I was listening to it, I was like, you know what, I think this would work really well for selling dog training. Because dog training is a big ticket item, there's multiple facets to it, and so I think this is something that would work really well. So I started playing around with this five or six years ago, I don't even remember, but it's been a while. And in that time, I've sold millions of dollars worth of training using this principle. And so I found it to be, you know, a technique that works really well. Now, I often, you know, when I'm talking about sales training and stuff, I often try to, you know, not get too bogged down in like techniques because a sales, a sales presentation should be back and forth. There should be a lot of organic, <laughs> that made me sound silly, but you know, there should be a lot of like you discovering what's going on in this and that. It shouldn't be like, let me use this technique on you or this technique on you. And so really, all the stack is, is it's a technique for, you know, showing the value of the amazing service or product that you have. And so it's not some slimy technique or anything like that. It just uses human psychology, much in the way that we would use dog psychology to help them understand something on a much better level. We use the same thing to help our clients understand what our offering is. Because, and this is important, because our clients, they're awesome people, we love them, but this isn't their industry. This isn't something that they do every day. This isn't something that they're involved in. And so they don't know how to purchase dog training. It's not something that they do very often. Think about some of the bigger purchases you make. A car, 
a house. Now, those are more expensive than dog training usually, but they're bigger purchases. Um, you know, maybe a, a gym membership that's going to cost your, you know, to Orange Theory Fitness or whatever, that's going to cost you $3,000 for a year. Or I don't even know how much it costs, whatever. You know, those are bigger purchases. They're not purchases that we make very often, so we don't necessarily know how to make them unless maybe we've made them a bunch. Like some people that have bought lots of cars over the years, maybe they've kind of got their own little system and here's what I do. First I search this and then I talk to this per, you know, and they've got their way that works really well for them. Or people that are in the real estate industry or people that have bought lots of homes, you know, just because they move around a lot or whatever. Like they've probably got some ideas on how to purchase real estate. Maybe some of your clients that are buying, you know, they've had seven dog trainers over the years for their different dogs over the past 30 years. Maybe they've got a system for buying dog training, but the reality is most people don't. Um, they don't have a system for buying dog training. They don't know the best way to purchase it. And so when somebody doesn't know how to purchase something, they tend to focus on things that are immaterial. They tend to focus on price. They tend to focus on location. They tend to focus on how much they like the person they're talking to. And that's important. Like all of these things are important. Price is important. Location is important. But really at the end of the day, they're trying to buy results, right? That's what they're trying to purchase. And so if they're trying to purchase results and all they think about is price, they could very well go wrong. If they're trying to purchase results and all they're thinking about is location, all they're thinking about is how much they like the guy, all they're thinking about is, you know, how many hours the training is going to be, how many sessions it's going to be, whatever it is, when they're thinking about just those things, it leads them down a path where they're no longer thinking about results and they're thinking about factors that aren't as critical to the process of buying these results that they're hoping to buy. And remember that, folks, they're not trying to buy dog training. They're trying to buy results. They're trying to buy a better life. They're trying to buy more freedom. They're trying to buy less destruction. That's what they're trying to buy. They're not out there trying to buy dog training. Almost nobody wants to buy dog training. There's dog nerds out there who really get into dog training and stuff, and they're like, ooh, I want to go do agility classes because I just want to buy an activity of training. There's plenty of those folks out there, but most people that I'm talking to right now, most dog trainers, their bread and butter, the way that they earn their living, the way that they make their money is not from people looking to buy dog training, but from people looking to buy results. So remember that. That's super critical because the, the messaging that dog trainers get involved in is they're trying to sell dog training rather than trying to sell results. And there's a big difference here. And the stack is one component, one piece of how you can better sell results rather than time, price, location, stuff like that. So the stack is just one way to kind of help them understand how to buy training and sometimes get to the point where they realize that you're not the right trainer for them. And that's a good, that's a good um, result as well from a sales conversation is somebody that is a perfect match for you comes to such a strong realization through certain techniques like the stack that they're like, yes, I must use you. And then on the flip side, other people come to a strong realization of, this guy is not for me or this program's not for me. I'm not going to buy. Both of those are very good. The best, obviously, is a great person that's a great match that's ready to buy. You know, that's the best. Um, but, you know, it is good to find somebody that's not a good match and help them realize that. What's actually bad is somebody not a good match and using slimy, manipulative techniques to get them to buy when they were never a good match. And so the stack is really good. 
at helping with that too, at helping of helping weed in and out the the right clients versus the wrong clients, things like that. So so that's what we're going to get over, you know, go through today. Again, go. I'm sure you can find a bunch of YouTube videos with Russell Brunson talking about the stack. I'm going to talk about it as it relates to dog training specifically because I've taken his method and I've applied it to dog training. Um, and like I say, I, I like to think we've perf- well, there's no such thing as perfection, right? But you know, we've come close to perfecting how to do this in the dog training industry. So we're going to talk about that. Now, before we even get to the stack, so essentially what the stack is, is how we present our solution and price to the potential client, to the prospect. Before we even get there, what it's, it's super critical to understand how to do is we need to find what's going on. We need to find what's going on with the owner and their dog, obviously, <laughs> the owner and their dog. We need to know what the situation actually is. Now, this is one thing that we cannot take at face value because the owner does not know what's going on with their dog in almost all cases. And I don't want this to sound rude or like a jerk because we love our clients and we respect our clients and our clients are great people and they're intelligent people. But again, like I've been mentioning, they are not in this industry. So they don't know what their problem is. They know what their pain is, but they don't know what's causing that pain. They know the behaviors the dog's doing that cause the pain, but they don't know what's causing that. Does that make sense? And so they think they know, you know, and and oftentimes... Like, how many times are you talking with somebody and they're like, oh, I know it's just because I need to socialize him more. You know, it's like, you know, they've got this dog who's trying to attack every dog and rip its head off. And they're like, well, I just need to get him to the dog park more. Like, they think they know what their problem is, but you're like, no, 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 don't go to the dog park more. That's the worst thing you could do, just as an example. But there's tons of those examples around with training and, you know, when we're, when we're in the middle of these sales conversations and things like that. But to reiterate, our clients don't know what's going on. They can't. If they were intimately understanding of their problem, they would be the expert because, uh, and they wouldn't need you. Because in order to be able to fix these problems, you have to understand in depth what those problems are, what causes them, and, and what their solutions are. Therefore, you're the expert. And so, like I say, you might be kind of like a car guy, but there's, you know, and, but there's experts that know way more than you. So if you go to that, you know, if you're a car guy because you've been tinkering with cars your whole life, and you go to the guy who's like this super, just like genius engineer, and you're like, look, I've got this problem with my car. I know what it is. Like, you don't. Otherwise, you're not sitting in, you know, you're not meeting with that engineer trying to get his advice on what to do to fix it. You know, you don't know what's going on. So like I say, when I say that our clients don't know what's going on, it's not a knock against them. All of us are like that in various areas of our life. In fact, in probably most areas of our life. I look at what my life entails. It entails living in a home with a yard. I can't fix a darn thing in this house. Literally, if it's more than a light bulb, my wife calls the uh, the handyman. I, I probably could do the yard, but I don't. Um, because for me to mess with lawnmowers and hedge trimmers and who knows what, like it's just outside of stuff that I want to do, stuff that I'm good at, things like that. If there's problems with the water heater, the dishwasher, the whatever, there's guys that can help me with that. And some of you are saying, you lazy bum. And I'm not lazy. I work, you know, I work really hard, but I work hard on the areas that give me joy and give me a good return. And not necessarily just money, you know, although money obviously is is a return that we need to be concerned about. But I work on the areas that, that I'm good at. And so all of us are like this. So just recognize that. Now, 
You might be super handy, so that's not your thing. But you might be that dog trainer that's super handy, can fix a car, can fix a house, can fix a dog, can fix all these things. But you might need to come to a guy like me for help with fixing your marketing and your sales, for example. All of us, there's areas that we just are not the expert. So we don't even know how to talk about our pain and our problems in a way that makes sense to an expert simply because we can't articulate it because we don't know what the problem is. I'll give you an example. This was a phone call I was on the other day. I think we ended up selling this guy training. I'm pretty sure we did. I make a lot of phone calls and I forget. But yeah, so this guy, I do all my sales over the phone. So I'm talking to him and it's like, all right, you know, tell me what's your biggest issue? You know, what, what, what inspired you to even set this, you know, this appointment to call, you know, for me to call you today? Well, my dog's jumping on me. Okay. Now I kind of wanted to just brush right past it because that's not like anybody's biggest problem. Right. And I said, okay, well, I asked one follow-up, like, all right, tell me more. He's like, yeah I, yeah, I go to work, I wear a suit, and so I've got to, like, do these things to keep my dog away from me because he'll jump on me when I've got my suit, and then when I come home from work, you know, like, he jumps on me and, like, he gets my suit kind of dirty. And so I'm listening to this, and I'm like, this doesn't sound like much of a problem. Like, I mean, it is. Like, obviously, it needs to be fixed, but we don't get a lot of people calling us because, like, oh, that's, you know, and I even asked more, like, well, what else is going on with him? Well, that's really the main thing. And so I knew that I had to dig into this, right? Because I knew that something else had to be going on. Because a guy doesn't go to the, generally, and I could have been wrong, but generally most people don't go to the problem of researching trainers, booking a, a call on their calendar, answering the phone, taking time out of their day to talk about their dog, when the dog's just kind of jumping up on them for about 20 seconds when they get home from work. Generally that's not what's going on. And so, so anyways, I asked what else was going on. He said, nothing really. And so that's where I realized I needed to ask more specific questions like, okay, tell me about the walks. What are walks like with him? He's like, well, I have to walk him at 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, why do you do that? Well, he's super aggressive to other dogs. So if he sees a dog, he tries to kill it. <laughs> and, and, my, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you just told me your biggest problem. Your biggest problem was him jumping. And now with one more question, I find that he's trying to kill other dogs. Like this is a little bit crazy. You know, this, uh, you know, that's not what I said, obviously, but in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> this guy's nuts. And I, you know, he's obviously not nuts, but uh, okay. So he's trying to kill other dogs. Is he pulling on the leash? Oh yeah. Yeah. He pulls really hard. Okay. Well, what about if he's off leash? Like if you're in the front yard, let's say there's no dogs around like, oh no, I couldn't take him off leash. Even with no dogs, like he'll just tear off and, and run off. Okay. You know, what about, and I you ask other questions, you know, what about when the doorbell rings? Oh, he goes crazy. Like he tries to like bite the person coming in the door. And so to me, this was such a strong illustration of the human psyche and probably my, my own psyche as well. So why did he tell me that the only problem was jumping when that's like a minuscule problem that can be solved in about two minutes and all of his other stuff is an enormous amount of work and are way bigger problems. And anybody would recognize that on the spectrum of problems, anybody would look at that and say, wow, <laughs> his aggression is way, a way bigger problem than the jumping. And frankly, what it boils down to is this. He had found workarounds for his other problems. He walked the dog at 11 o'clock at night, didn't let him off the leash. And frankly, people don't come over to his house very often. And so while those were major issues, that spoke to a dog, you know, spoke of a dog who had no impulse control, no, you know, tons of anxiety, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. He had found workarounds. So he didn't deal with those things every day. Those things are still sitting there in the dog. You and I both know that. Like all those issues are still sitting there in the dog. In fact, it's part of the reason the dog's jumping so much is he has no impulse control, has no obedience, has no respect for his owner. So the, the issues are actually related. But 
he doesn't deal with those issues on a daily basis. And so the human mind tends to think about the things that we deal with all the time. So because he doesn't deal with aggression every day, he doesn't see it as a big problem. Because he doesn't deal with the dog running off every day, he doesn't see it as a big problem. Because he doesn't see, you know, the dog freak out every day when the doorbell rings, he doesn't see it as a big problem. He does see the dog jump every day. Now, what happens is, again, the human psyche, he, the dog is jumping every day. But the dog was also doing other stuff. He's getting on the counters. He's, you know, he doesn't listen overall. You know, all this stuff that the dog doesn't do. But the only way he knew how to articulate that was, he's jumping on me. So he knew that there was a problem because it just felt off. His whole relationship with the dog felt off. But he didn't know how to explain it. So the only like lifeline he could look for was he jumps on me because that's what he's dealing with every single day. Does that make sense? Why he did that? So that was one of the more extreme examples I've seen. But that's the case with almost all the dog owners. They don't know how to articulate the problems that are going on. They found certain band-aids for other issues. And so what happens is they tend to just focus on the stuff that, like, is just in front of them every day. And sometimes that's the big stuff. They're trying to walk the dog every day, and the dog's pulling and lunging, and, and that is their big issue. And they're, they were right. They don't know what's causing it necessarily, but that was their big issue. Or sometimes they say jumping when it's a whole other issue. So we have to figure out what the real issues are and what they're causing, the problems and the pain they're causing for the owners. Because this guy... You know, when I started painting a picture for him of like, what would it be like to just walk during the day and to be able to go to the farmer's market and to be able to go to the vet? He hadn't been to the vet in a long time because he couldn't take the dog. To be able to go to the vet, to be able to go to the pet store, what would that be like? And suddenly I'm painting a picture for him of what life could be like. Oh my gosh, he started like, wow, he started recognizing his pain right, you know, right there. Like, I can't do these things because this dog's a little bit out of his mind. He hadn't thought about that before. He just thought about the jumping. And so he, you know, as we went on in the conversation, he recognized what his pain points really were. So by the time I got to the stack, it could make a whole lot more sense, and it's going to be that much more powerful. Now, you haven't heard the stack, so, but hopefully that makes sense, this part that I'm talking about here. Our job is to get to the bottom of this, ask those questions, and yeah, ask those questions and figure out what the real story is. Not the surface level story that they tell us, but the real story, and not only us understand but for them to understand what the real story is so hopefully that makes sense okay now i want to tell you about the stack but i'm gonna for petliferadio.com and our show there i'm gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back does your dog itch scratch stink or shed like crazy Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Dogosuds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Dogosud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Dogosuds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. All right, we're back. So we're going to talk about the stack. Now, like I said, the stack is a way of presenting your solution in such a way that it's the most impactful and in helps the client understand at the biggest level what's going on with, you know, how your program can solve their problem. So that's the stack. Now, what I talked about previously was 
that if we're going to do the stack, we've got to do a really good job of uncovering pain and problems you know, ahead of time. And so we talked about how to ask questions and how to do that and how to really dig deeper. You want to ask questions and questions on questions and things like that to help them come to a conclusion. Now, and that conclusion needs to be emotion-based. It needs to be, what am I not able to do? What am I missing out on? What liability do I have? What danger do I have? Like, what do these things cause me because of my dog's behavior? Now, once we've got all that and we've talked about our program, now it's time to do the stack. And so the stack, the idea here is that we take the different components of what's in our program and tell them to the client with a price. And there's a very, you know, there's, there's a way to do this. And so the way that most dog trainers do it is a lot of dog trainers don't even do a really bad job of asking the questions to begin with. But let's say somebody's asked really good questions, the owner's having a good understanding of what's going on and their pain and their problems. Now the dog trainer says, okay, cool, well, here's our program. It's four sessions and it's this equipment and it's lifetime email support and the cost is $1,000. That's a very typical way that you would see a dog trainer present their program. We don't want to do that way. We want to stack it. So what the stack is, is feature, benefit, feature, benefit, feature, benefit, feature, benefit, Stack them all up, give the price. So let me tell you how this works. So a feature and a benefit. A feature is the, is, uh, how do I explain a feature? Like the feature of your car is that it has a six-cylinder engine. That's a feature, right? Somebody that really knows cars might be able to extract benefit from that. They might be able to say, oh, six cylinders. That's powerful enough for what I want. Somebody who's not car savvy enough isn't going to be able to extract that. And so a feature of what you're doing might be you have four sessions. How do people extract value out of four sessions? They don't. They have no idea how to do that. So when you tell somebody that, hey, this program has four sessions, for example, they don't place any value on that period because they don't know what four sessions means. Four sessions with you is different than it is from this guy, than it is from this guy, and so it means nothing. And so we want to make sure that whenever we say a feature, we qualify it with the benefit. So, um, so for example, if it was the car and we said, hey, this car has four cylinders, what that means is it's a smaller engine. This is great for commuting. You're going to be able to go, you know, you told me your commute was, uh, was 60 miles each way. You're going to be able to fill up your tank like once a week. This is going to be so much easier for you than this, you know, than this six cylinder over here. And so the salesman there told the feature, four cylinders, and then told the benefit you know, they're only going to have to fill up once a week. Their gas cost is going to go down. It's going to be easier. They're not going to have to be every other day at the gas station and wasting more money buying drinks and snacks while they're in the gas station, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, they can make that case. Or maybe the opposite is, hey, this is eight cylinders. You told me about how you got to pull that boat. This is going to pull it with no problem. You told me how, you know, you're in construction. You're going to be able to put everything in the back here. It totally fits. You see these cool side compartments. But yeah, the eight cylinders, you're going to be able to do everything that you need to do. And here's, you know, here's what you're going to be able to do. Feature benefit. So, for example, when I am doing a stack, I might say something like, all right, so we're going to do sessions on these weeks. You know, our program is nine weeks. We're going to do a session with you on weeks one, three, five, seven, and nine. So these are private sessions where we come to you so you don't have to go anywhere and we're going to take you through this proven system. And what's going to happen is at the end, you know, and well, and usually what I would do is then say on the weeks that we don't see you, two, four, six, and eight, we're going to have you do some of this video home study, which is going to help you progress every single week, even the weeks that we don't see you, so that when we're at the 60 days, that issue you told me with this is going to be here. That issue you told me with this is going to be here. That issue you told me with this is going to be here. So what I'm doing is I'm giving the feature, and the benefits are 
tied right back into what they told me. So they told me they had problems with jumping, chewing, leash pulling, whatever. Well, these sessions are going to do this. This home study is going to do this. Here's what, you know, so I told one feature, gave the benefit, told the second feature, gave the benefit. We're also going to give you all the training equipment you need. So you remember how we talked about these training callers earlier and blah, blah, blah. Those come included so you don't, you know, so you don't have to go out and get them and they're going to allow us to have the leverage that we need and blah, blah, blah. You know, and so feature benefit. In our case, the last thing might be like group sessions. Then you're going to get access to these lifetime group sessions. So, you know, at the 60 days, your dog's going to be here, but you're going to need some practice. So you're going to come out to this group session and it's going to help you practice and your handling skills are going to get better. And you're going to start to feel comfortable wanting to go to that farmer's market that you wanted to go to because of these group sessions. And because of these group sessions, you're going to be able to go to the vet's office and your dog's going to be fine around other dogs and stuff like that. So on every feature that comes inside of the program, I don't just want to say feature, 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 feature price. I want to do feature, benefit, feature, benefit, feature, benefit, feature, benefit. And then I want to stack them up. Because here's the way, and this is something that, you know, Russell Brunson taught me. And because I've done this hundreds, if not, no, I've done this thousands of times now over the past several years. Because I've done this thousands of times, I can promise you this is true. That the way that the human mind works is it tends to associate the thing it just heard with the next thing, with the next thing, with the next thing. So that's just how the mind works. And so if you say feature benefit, feature benefit, feature benefit, feature benefit, and maybe your last thing is group sessions like ours. And then your price is X the mind will tend to put those last two things together, right? And so humans aren't dumb, but we tend to sequentially just put one, you know, associate the next thing with the next thing with the next thing. And so subconsciously, the mind could very well hear the price, attach it to the last thing they heard and be like, ah, that's a lot for that. And so what you want to do is you want to stack it up. And so feature benefit, feature benefit, feature benefit, feature benefit. And then I say something like, so just to recap, you're going to get this, which helps with this, and this, which helps with this, and this, which... And so I just say them again. I just told them what they were over about the course of three, four minutes, and then I just recap by saying it again. So in one fell swoop, I go through all the feature benefits really quick, and then I give the price. And in doing so, it allows them to much more easily associate their problem with your solution. Rather than if you go feature, 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 price they're associating your price with your features. And people don't buy based on features. People don't buy because it's four cylinders or eight cylinders. They buy because what four cylinders will do for them or what eight cylinders will do for them. That's why they buy. Um, they're not buying because of the feature. They're buying because of the benefit. And that's the case with everything. You know, people don't buy um, the hamburger because it's locally sourced organic. They buy because that makes them feel good. That's the benefit. You know, when you go through anything that you might buy, the feature, people will justify their decisions based on features, but they'll really make the purchase based on the benefits. And the benefits are always very emotion-driven. So that's something that you need to remember. So anyways, that's it. That's the stack. Now, by itself, it's a good thing to do, but it's so much more powerful if you do a really great job over here figuring out their pain, helping them understand the depth of their pain, and then bringing them through a process of seeing your program and then stacking the features and benefits and then presenting the price. So when you do something like that, like I say, it does a great job of leaving all of the emotional decision-making on the important things like, wow, 
All of these things are exactly what are going to help me solve my problem. Not, well, he's only got four sessions. Is that good enough? Because they have no idea. Or it's only a two-week board and trade. Is that good enough? They have no idea. They don't know if two weeks is better than three or one or whatever. This is not their area of expertise. You're the expert. And so it's your job to keep their mind focused on the things that are most important. So, all right, hopefully that makes sense. I'm going to close up here, and I'm going to close for both Facebook and Pet Life Radio. So if you're listening on Pet Life Radio, make sure to go over to PetLifeRadio.com. Listen to all of our episodes at Six Figure Dog Business. And when you're done, listen to everything else. they got a ton of great content on there. Ton of awesome podcasts. And then for you folks on Facebook, make sure to tune in every Monday. Uh, we do the show. Watch for, you can watch it over on Grow Your Dog Training Business with Ty Brown. We've got a group and we've got a page. And we simulcast it on the page of eCollar Technologies. Thanks for watching or listening. Apply this with your business. Apply this with your dog and you will be happy. So thanks a bunch. We'll talk to you soon. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.